welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fifth episode of the Five O'Clock Podcast, where we learn to make better decisions in life. I'm your host, Alex, and this episode is gonna be about the flow. You indubitably had some moments, or even days, when you were an absolute beast at whatever you were engaged in. No hesitation, full deep focus, peak performance. You could forget to eat, drink, or sleep and still be fine about it. But once you coped with the task, this state is gone, and left you happy with what you'd done, and with the way of doing it, and you crave for more, but don't seem to be able to bring it back. Sounds familiar, does it? This state is called the flow state, or deep work, and nowadays is, fortunately, investigated and explained well enough for me to be able to cover. Forgive me some terms, though. I'm doing my best to stop getting classy. In case you'd prefer a detailed overview with stories, feel free to get to the awesome book by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi called The Flow, or at least to his TED Talk on YouTube. I'll put it in short for you. When and if the task you are onto is difficult yet doable, and your skills are just about a match for this task, you will have a chance to hit the flow state. It basically happens as a result of all the available amount of attention, which is, by the way, about 110 bits, being required to keep up, hence no other activities are possible, and even the sense of time-space gets muffled. And in case your flow state allowed you accomplish something meaningful, you would obviously feel good about it, but what's important is that you would feel much better as opposed to not being in the flow state. And practical skills sharpened in this state are much more prone to stay sharp. Now, there are but these main problems we have to solve in order to master our flow state and call it on command. Type of activity, concentration, preparation, and feedback. Why are these points appearing as problems? Because nowadays, life pretty much justifies lack of solitude and silence. Extroversion is a norm rather than an option, and the need to relieve the noise and social network's tension is considered a negative, weird trait. But not just that. It is very difficult to measure the complexity of the task and your proficiency at it without being biased or subjectivized. And for the same reasons, it is also hard to rely on somebody else's view. Now, let's unravel these a bit. Problem with the type of activity can be subdivided into smaller ones. Choosing what you are good at, understanding your calling, proper evaluation of your skills, and meaningfulness of the task. The easiest and the most intuitive way of getting the idea of what you are good at and what is also your calling is to remember or ask what meaningful creative thing you were eagerly, selflessly doing as a kid, and then find a modern, grown-up version of that and try yourself at it. Just think about it a bit. Let that sink in. Aren't you already enjoying something like that? As for the skill level, unfortunately or luckily, 
the best and the most efficient way would be to try doing something scalable and analyze it, alone at first, later with someone better than you at that. It is tiresome, I know, and sounds ineffective, but if you do that consciously, it's the best form of experience. And whether something is meaningful for you, it is always up to your own self. You know best, dear listener. Now, about concentration. In itself, it means reacting to no interference. You still hear, see and feel things, and your mind still produces all its usual thoughts flow. It is that there is no active response that you engage in. Easier said than done. Partially, you can choose appropriate place and time, arrange everything material, and settle down all sudden emergency sources, like your phone, emails, physical needs, etc. This also means you'd better get to cover all your basic needs by Maslow. Often it's not crucial, but being prepared can only help. Then there are things beyond your control, and you can refer to our previous topic, Stoicism, to handle this part. Feedback would probably be the hardest to properly arrange and be sure about it. What helps is dividing the task into smaller and smaller bits up till when there is literally no place left for contemplating, just for doing. I'll cover this part thoroughly in a podcast about the GTD methodology by David Allen, the laziest effective person out there. I am not assuming to be the complete guide for achieving the flow state, but the pieces of advice I give are at least successfully implemented on practice by me and some of my friends. May it help you as it helped me. I hope you enjoyed listening and reflecting as much as I did. I'm glad to have you as a listener and will do my best to be a better person and make better podcasts. Stay awake and aware make better decisions.